It's the Morning Blitz. Hey guys, you ready to let the dogs out? Weekday mornings from 7 to 8 Mountain, 8 to 9 Central on 1025U Rock and the Rocking M app. in the Mountain Times on 836 Central Time on a Thursday. Expected high, 95 today, but after 90-degree day tomorrow, 70-degree temperatures and some precipitation on Saturday and cooler temperatures over the weekend. So hang in there. Continue to hydrate. Be safe, uh, but cooler temperatures are on the way. Thank goodness. Uh, before we get to Lance Barr, I had a text on the text line last segment from listener Brandon. He was curious. He said, for those of us who live under a rock, explain to us what the jamboree is. For those who don't know what the jamboree is. So the jamboree is something that came up a couple years ago. So co- coaches wanted a chance to – This it started football-wise. The coaches wanted a chance to get together with another team – and and to try and just kind of you know see what they had you know a week before the season, so get together in a controlled environment, kind of a quick whistle type scenario. I mean there is some tackling, but I mean it's it's pretty quick whistle. Nobody wants to get hurt, but teams get. To, so what they did was the they allowed these jamborees, so a team would get together with three other teams. So in the previous years, I don't know if it's this way there. I don't know if it's going to be this year or not, but I know like previous years it was like Norton, Ellis, Colby, Goodland. I think those were those were four teams that got together. I think at one point in time, and you don't want to, you really don't want to have if you can avoid it. You don't want to try and have a team that you're going to face in the regular season. You want to try and just have a team that you can play um, in the jam. You know, play a team that you're not going to face. But you're you're. And here's the thing: like Colby and Goodland might be in the same jamboree, but they won't maybe face each other. So you're trying to at least get a good look against two other teams, and that way you get an idea of what you're what you're doing. Or where you stand, because sometimes you don't have a lot of depth, and you know, it's hard to get a good look on what you have um, against your second and third stringers on your roster. Which, by the way, the Goodland football team seemed a lot bigger last uh, yesterday. It seemed like there were close to forty-five kids out. I swear that's what I counted, but I could be wrong. It was much bigger than previous years. Um, anyway, but the point being is that you know you want to get a good look against another team. You just want to get a look, you know, offensively, defensively. All right, well, we really got to work on that this week before we get ready for our first game. Or, boy, we need to make a change here. It's just to help get it gets a group of teams together, usually about a group of four teams together, and they, they play a little offense and defense against each other. It's not a full-out scrimmage. Uh, it's it's very controlled, but like I said, you kind of get a good look of, of what to expect for the upcoming year. That's a jamboree for those who are curious. All right, uh, let's get to our interview today. We're uh, pleased to welcome onto the show a uh, longtime head football coach now at Hoxie High School, Lance Barr. Coach, I, I want to start off. What year is this for you coming up here? I feel like I started working in Northwest Kansas and you started coaching in Northwest Kansas about the same time. I was just going to compare notes. Yeah, I started in 2009, so I think if my math right, this is my 15th year. Did you ever think you would be at one spot for 15 consecutive years as a head coach? Um, it's, it's kind of hard to believe. Um, probably not. Didn't think that I thought, uh, you know, just coming out of college that, you know, this just might be a, a short stop on my journey, but it's, it's been great uh, being here in Hoxie and I'm, I'm glad I'm still here. What, what's been a few of the big reasons why Hoxie and you have clicked so well? Uh, you know, I, I really enjoy the community. I, I like the, 
the close knit of the community. I like the support of the community, but uh, you know, uh, within the school, I've really enjoyed being being here as part of the the staff. And uh, you know, we're we've got. I feel like we've got buy-in, and uh, you know, I feel like our football program has kind of turned a little bit of a corner, uh, being that. Prior to me, there wasn't a whole lot of consistency with the coaching um, and their success. I mean, they've had some success, but I think a lot of their downfalls was because of the lack of consistency. And they able to, you know, be here and find that consistency. I feel like we've been able to have success on a more consistent basis. And I think that's the main thing that's that's really kept me here. You know, you get relationships with these kids and and all these kids that are in high school now. They were in like kindergarten when I first got here. So, so right now, uh, you know, there's definitely consistency and, and hopefully uh, kids are excited to come up and, and play. Well, and one thing too, that's got to be really nice being a coach of any sport is that you guys have a bunch of athletes that are multi-sport athletes and not just that they go out, but they're successful in all the sports that they do, whether it's track and field, wrestling, uh, whatever it may be, basketball, uh, any sport that these athletes seem to play, they seem to find really good success. Sure. Yeah. Lots of athletes come through and, uh, you know, that's another great thing. You know, coaches love that, uh, makes their job a lot easier. We're visiting with Lance Barr, head coach of the Hoxie Indian football team, seven and three last year, coach overall, how would you rate last season? You know, not too bad. You know, it was, it was a little bit frustrating at times. Uh, you know, uh, we had ourselves in a really good position to set ourselves up great for the postseason last year and played a, a good Atwood team that ended up beating us and putting us in a three-way tie. Mastering grandma's 12-hour sauce. A three-way tie for the district, and just the way that tie worked out, we ended up getting that uh, three seed and, you know, have to go on the road two weeks in a row and lost to the state champs in that second second round game. So, you know, really wish we could have set ourselves up and finished the year off a little bit better, uh, you know, win in the district and setting ourselves up better for the, the postseason. I feel like we could have, uh, you know, went deeper in the playoffs had we not had to face the state champs in that second round. But, uh, you know, I, there's definitely some building blocks off of last year that we can we can take and learn and grow from and, and try to be a better team this year. It just kind of seemed like as if that, you know, anybody who played at your guys' level of, of football is that, you know, you ran into that buzzsaw of Leota. And, and that's actually become a pretty good little rivalry between you two teams over the last few years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, uh, you know, more recently we've been on the wrong side of that. So, you know, hopefully we, we have them on the schedule week three. And, and that's going to be a, it's, that's one of those games that you circle, you know. That's one of those games you look forward to, and like you said, it is a rivalry, and it's at home this year, and we're gonna be we're gonna be hungry for that one. We continue to visit with Lance Barr, previewing the upcoming season for the Hawks Indian football team after a seven and three season last year. The Indians uh, coming back again this year with you know I don't when you when you look at this team, Lance, uh, you had a, a good you had a few seniors, but I would say you had a, a good number of underclassmen as well that contributed quite a bit. So you can't expect to be too much of a drop-off from a year ago, right? Right, yeah. Well, you know, we had uh, our, our both our backs, you know, are gone. And we, we, uh, we're we we going to miss those guys, and our quarterback's gone. I mean, we're replacing the backfield, but, 
we had depth at those positions last year. And, you know, our quarterback in Brady Jones last year uh, was struggling with injuries kind of throughout the season. We got a sophomore last year, Duncan Bell, who came in, got some experience, and he's stepped into that quarterback role this season, uh, you know, pretty seamlessly. He's doing a really, really good job. And then our juniors that backed up, you know, our seniors last year in the backfield at, as, at running back have, have really stepped up. And we, I, I feel like we didn't lose much as far as, you know, speed and, and athleticism. It's it's more just that experience aspect. And, and right now that's kind of a, just across the board. You know, if we're talking about O-line or, or the backfield, it's just experience and mentally understanding and, and knowing what you're doing and executing at a, at a fast pace. And that's kind of where we're at right now. We're just trying to really understand and learn that way we can play a little bit faster. And really, you can't gain any of that through practice, correct? That has to come through game experience, right? That the guys will experience in the first three, four games of the season. Sure. So it's a little bit of both, uh, you know, especially schematically, you know, those guys, we got to understand that. We got to get that down. We got to know our assignments and know what we're supposed to do on each and every play and I mean we're sitting at week two right now and coaches us sometimes we get a little bit a little bit impatient I guess you could say and we want things to be perfect right now and you know we just got done installing and we're just starting to rep this stuff so as coaches we we kind of got to check ourselves and and be a little bit more patient but it's still time those expectations are we have to have this learned we have to start to executing at a more efficient rate, limit the mistakes. And uh, once that happens, once we get that and understand that we're confident in it, we're able to play at a much faster pace. So we're just looking for that a little bit quicker this year. I mean, we do have a game next week, uh, and we got to be ready for it. But uh, I think with the remainder of this week and next week's practices, we're going to see a lot of improvements with all installs being finished up now. No, absolutely. As a coach, are there things, and as a staff, are there things that you guys do to maybe, you know, make it so that guys can play a little bit faster? So, you know, maybe it's take a few plays out of the playbook, maybe uh, drop some new plays or, or some different schemes. What have you done as a coaching staff to help get these younger guys a little bit more comfortable in your system? Repetition right now, uh, you know, with with kind of the weather, it's been a little bit more difficult. Uh, taking some time, a little bit more extra time in the classroom. And, uh, you know, whether that be watching it on film or, uh, you know, looking at the, the plays, drawing them up, looking at them in the, the online playbook, uh, just try to get those guys comfortable and seeing it in a couple of different ways, I think it's beneficial to, to everybody, you know, it doesn't really matter what your experience, but, you know, if you explain it on the field, some people are going to get it a little bit better than explaining it in the classroom type setting and then they're, Vice versa, you know, you're just going to get those different types of learners. But, you know, give them this information in, in different settings, um, working on it during your indie time, and obviously, uh, you know, crafting your technique and making sure we're, we're doing things in the right way, our footwork's right, our hand placement, things like that. Continue to visit with Lance Barr, Hoxie High School head football coach. You've talked a lot about, you know, the offensive side of the ball and, and, and guys yeah. learning their new spots. But defensively, how do you feel about that? Will that be a strength of this year's team, at least to start the year? I think so. I think uh, I think defensively, we, we have a lot of defensive-minded guys. Um, aggressive. 
and uh, you know we've spent a lot more time offense on offense than we have on defense so far, just because we have there's so much more offensively that we we can do, and uh, we got more returning guys on the defensive side. I feel like that have 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 had more experience on that side of the ball. Uh, the holes we have to fill are a little bit less on that side of the ball. Um, the issue, I guess, with the defense is we lost most of our secondary players. So um, that's the area on the other side of the ball that we've, uh, you know, we've looked at different guys and uh, had some some guys step up. We had some seniors that have had some experience that are stepping into roles. We've played, we got a, a sophomore this year that stepped up and got some reps this summer and as well as this early this season and several guys that I think that uh, we'll be able to hop in there and, and fill those positions. I want to jump back a little bit, Coach, and talk about the summer weight program, always big for every high school program. How did that go? And and did you guys take part in any camps or things like that, go to any team camps or, or individual camps for the kids to, to help sharpen their skills away from just there in Hoxie? Yeah, summer weights were – we're really, really good. Uh, you know, we have 23 kids out on the team. Uh, constantly had, you know, 18 to, to 20, 25 kids coming into weights. Um, we were going to end a little bit early, uh, give them a week off before practice started. We had guys saying, hey, no, no, let's just keep this rolling. So, you know, we did. We They wanted to keep going. They didn't want to take a break. They, they wanted to stay in the weight room. So, so we did that. So that's good to see guys stepping up and wanting to be in there. And then as far as camps go, we went to really early in June, we went to the Fort Hayes team camp, uh, which is really good. There was a lot of good teams there. And then we later on in June, later in June, we went to an epic team camp that was in Cambridge. We got to see uh, a lot of good teams. Leota was there. Uh, Trigo was there. Oakland was there. And then there were several, several Nebraska schools. So to see some different teams from Nebraska was, I, I felt like, really good. And those those camps are always fun. They, they uh, do a good job making things competitive and everything's a competition. So um, that was good for our, our guys. How, how challenging is it? To go to a team camp in June with, you know, like you said, in, you're, we're here in the almost the beginning of the season. You're trying to install and get kids, uh, you know, ready to play, and you had to do that in June. That had to be a challenge. Yeah, it always is. Uh, you know, uh, you really rely on your returning players to help help guys out that are, you know, a little questionable on knowing exactly what they're supposed to do. But there, there are a lot of mistakes that, that get made. Um but you live and you learn and you grow through, go grow from it. Um, but a lot of times those, those are, especially, you know, team reps or your scrimmage and other teams, uh, your, your experienced players has been in your system for a couple of years or the guys out there repping those plays. So, you know, it's, it's safe and everybody kind of has an understanding of what they're doing. One more. We'll get you out of here on this. Always love to ask about the schedule. I know you have Trigo to kick things off here uh, on the first. Uh, Wheatland, Grinnell, Wichita County, you mentioned your third game of the year. Overall, when you look at this year's schedule, uh, what's your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I think I think we got, we got a really good schedule. I think it's going to be very competitive. Um, you know, Trigo, Trigo League opponent to open up with. Those guys uh, 
those guys are always really competitive with us, whether they're having, you know, an up year or a down year. I, f- I feel like they, they come to compete all the time. I think that'll be uh, a solid competitive opener for us. And then having Wichita County the week before we, we start districts, I think is going to be a huge test for us to, to see where we're at, you know, play the defending state champions at home in a rivalry game. Um, we already talked about, you know, kind of, how, how important that game is and how how hungry we are, we are for that. And then we look at the, uh, the district schedule. It's, you know, I feel like last year we had, and I'm sure several teams in the East would argue with me, but uh, I feel like it was the best district in the state from, from top to bottom. And, you know, I think it can be a very similar district this year, being very competitive especially, uh, you know, looking at the top four or five teams. I think uh, Oberlin's going to be going to be up and coming this year, coming off a little bit of a down year last year. I think we saw them at both of our camps this year, and I thought they were very much improved. Uh, Hill City, uh, you know, deep playoff team last year, they're going to they're gonna have a couple holes to fill, but they're still going to be very good. And I think Quinter is kind of a dark horse in our district. I mean, Guys within our district know how good Quinter's going to be, but I think maybe Quinter's not getting some love in other places. But they didn't lose a whole lot last year. They're going to be big. They're going to be physical. And, you know, they went they went uh, against Hill City, us, Atwood, all very, very tough last year. I mean, those were games where we had to do everything we possibly could to, to win those games, and I think they're going to be very good. And then there's Rollins County, who had a huge senior class, and it'll be—they're kind of a, a question mark in my opinion because I just—I just don't know what they had behind those seniors. They were very senior heavy on both sides of the ball, and just to see kind of uh, who steps into those new new roles, I'm just not sure how they're going to be. But I do think it's going to be a very competitive district, and well, we'll definitely be tested by the times playoff playoffs roll around. Don't worry, Coach. You don't have to worry about the Eastern teams getting managed. I don't think anybody's going to hear that comment. So we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll just we'll just agree with you and say yes. Yeah, it's going to be a very difficult district, probably tougher than anything in the East. We'll just roll with that. All right. <laughs> that sounds good. Head coach of the Hawks, the Indians, Lance Bart. Lance, always great to visit with you. Uh, thanks for spending some time with me today. Best of luck to you and your guys as you get the season rolling here a week from Friday and uh, a safe and uh, healthy season. And look forward to visiting you hopefully halfway through the year. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Rob. Once again, great stuff there from Lance Barr here on this Thursday morning. Let's take a quick break and we come back, wrap it up. Rockies and Royals. Royals with a nice win. Rockies lose late again. And a little bit of Thursday night football tonight in the NFL preseason. It starts to begins its wrap up period. We'll get to that next on the Blitz.